There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Listen, here's the fact. We were over here on the car and we were think, thinking and talking about our guests. Oh. We said, what are we even going to talk to them about? Nothing. No, just and then we laughed and laughed. And then we because, laughed and laughed because what a joke that was. Because there is a, a wealth of things to cover. When I sat down, I had a thought, and I actually told everyone in the room that I had a thought, and I said that I would wait to say the thought until the podcast Do you started. Have it? And it's now started, and I can reveal the thought that I had. Please. I'm very excited because I can talk about Orlando on this episode. When what forbade you and you don't precluded know. you from talking about Orlando on the other one. <laughs> Uh, often we have a guest that's not an Orlando bitch. This is an Orlando and bitch. I feel that the, one of at least one of our guests because one of there them are is an there are bitch. plural guests in the studio. Two. This I is, don't claim to think or assume that's just because someone comes on this podcast that they're an Orlando bitch, but I know for a fact we have at least one Orlando bitch in the studio. It's rude when you're not an Orlando bitch I think and rude. you sort of know that we're we are Orlando bitches and I feel like the potentially non-Disney bitch of the two of our guests should have should have known that. But I think they have. I I think they have a very. Um, uh, I I don't want to say they have a theme park energy, but I can picture the the <laughs> other guests who's not the confirmed Orlando bitch. I can picture them very vividly in a theme park. Yes. and think they'd have a nice time and a chomp chomp on a turkey. But leg. maybe not too scary. Chomp, huh? 
I find that this person is very um, sensitive. Gentle. And I wouldn't want to put them on a ride with like a loud sound. No. <laughs> that might be a, a real thing to deal with later on. He would <laughs> scream. He would scream. It's actually rule of culture number 88. When loud, loud things, things happen, happen people, people may scream. I think, I think that. that is so true. I have to reveal something to you. And Please. this might be hard to hear. Oh, no. But one of our guests, and right after this, I'm going to bring them in and she can explain herself to you. Okay. One of our guests, the Orlando bitch, has begun to start plans with me about going to Disneyland together in Los Angeles, California. Stop doing that. That's, my, that's me crying. That's the sound of my tears hitting the floor. Stop this claptrap. Your heavy, heavy tears. Wow. And unfortunately, you will be in another state and not able to join us. No. Oh, you guys, why would you do this? Because she asked. Look, it's fine. Like, you and I have different relationships with are the confirmed Dis- Orlando bitch. Like, you guys get to go to Disneyland together. I am on a text thread with her called Club Ass, formerly titled Ass Births, where we update each other on our daily poops. <laughs> Right. And she is a huge... You're right. That's not the kind of fun I like to have. She is a huge part of my life in that way. And... Your ass life. My ass life. And then the other guest, the unconfirmed Orlando bitch, (laughs) I have loved since the first time I saw him. To be honest with you, he's one of those people that you... You you just You you see him and then you ask. What do you ask? You're like, what's the deal with him? You're like, hey... Then you find out loving relationship. Loving relationship. And you move on. And how was that for you? Easy. Yeah. Not I, that I don't think he's fantastic. It's just like, you don't have to tell me twice. But it doesn't surprise you, right? You're like, of course, spoken for. Oh, oh I wasn't surprised at all. And it, does, it's, it doesn't like hit you. It doesn't, it's not like a kick in the gut, a punch in the gut. You're like, no. I, no, I it was like a tickle that. on the shoulder. You're like, yeah. It was like, he has a boyfriend. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, for, for sure. Checks out. You know. So talented. So talented. Both and, of them, not just one. But, and then the and the confirmed Orlando bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Incredible. Married to one of our favorite people. Changed my life. Changed, and then she changed my life. She, no, she didn't. She and I were, well, we'll talk about this. Listen, and not to like, not to like reference these people in terms of, in life relation change. to their partners, their significant others. Oh, of course. They're, they have full, complete, full lives on their own. And that's confirmed. This, and we're going to hear some songs today. That's the reason why we're back in Han Engineer Ronnie's studio is... Mm. We in the studio, the studio, in the studio. We're gonna hear their songs. I love their music so much. And can I say something? What? Do you know how every time we come to Hot Engineer Ronnie's studio, he's always playing like a really good jam? Yeah. He wasn't playing a good jam today, but that's because the guests were rehearsing one of their jams, and so canonically, we're still we're still we're still in that space. Yeah. I remember Hot Engineer Ronnie played SZA Control like the week it came out, and I was like is this that new SZA album? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, it's really fucking good. And then, of course, I asked, like, what's Ronnie's deal? And you were like, no. No. And I was like, okay, cool. And well, you I were moved like, on immediately. Well, because you and I were both like, oh, Ronnie plays like Carly Rae Jepsen songs. I like, was like, what's up with that? He, is he, does he a friend of Dorothy? Friend of Dorothy? In Clueless? Is he uh, in, 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 is he, I don't know where. In the Mattakeen Society. Is he in the Mattakeen Society? Is he a Barbara Streisand ticket holder? They, oh, now we're back to Clueless. Okay. Yeah. Um, and but Ronnie is not no, um, which is fine. And I love that. And we love that. that. We celebrate. I that. love all my straight friends. 
Now, I love the music so much from our guests. I can't wait to experience our guests and live if, in the studio musically. And you can listen to their album, uh, Friends Who Folk. It's a self-titled album. Um, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, wherever mm-hmm. streaming happens. They perform all over the city. Yes. They are called Friends Who Folk. Please give it up for Rachel Winiski and Ned Risley. Hi. What a kooky intro. I don't think it was kooky. It was so up and down and all around. I felt like I was on a dark ride. (gasps) (laughs) Now you, how dare you go behind my back (laughs) and plan this. Ned, did you know about this? No, about this Disneyland trip that they're planning. Oh, I did not know about it yet. I've told no one. I am not an Orlando bitch. I will just say. Will you never be? You don't have to be nervous about saying it. I could be. I think I could. I definitely have enjoyed Orlando. It's but it's (laughs) you've dabbled in Orlando. I've dabbled Mm -hmm. in college. Um, (laughs) When was the last time you went? I think I was. I was little. Yeah, that was your first mistake. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't quite seen it as an adult, so I don't know what my response would be. I'm giving Bowen a knowing look. When I see kids at theme parks, I I think they're gonna regret being kids. Oh yeah. Well, I think just in general. I recently didn't. I don't think so, honey. Kids at the Magic Kingdom. I don't think they should be there. I don't think it's for them. (laughs) It's not. I don't. Wait. I feel like this is where maybe we disagree because I feel like Magic Kingdom is the one place that is for kids. And, and the rest of them are. I like to describe Universal Studios as a theme park for adults. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not, I think that's that you're not, not accurate. That's not inaccurate. <laughs> Have you heard about the new Harry Potter coaster that they're building? Of, of no, course. No, really? it's bullshit because, because now Matt will say it's going to be, there's going to be a, a coaster. It's one of the most highly themed <laughs> coasters. It is supposed to what be really highly mean? themed. What does that mean? It's inside, it's inside and mean? outside. I think it's going to be like the mummy ride. It's going to be very that. And yeah. there's seven launches. <laughs> seven. I'm launches. just telling you, literally, be as much of a freak as I am and go on YouTube the and like look, are, look at the construction. The blogs are really excited about <laughs> it. And that's the thing. I'm is so the, proud of you. The <laughs> trades, Can I say that I'm trades. so proud of you? The trades are <laughs> the popping trades off. The trades are a buzz. The trades are a buzz. Wait, can I ask you a question? <clears throat> what, what What's keeping you from going back to Orlando now? <laughs> uh, I don't think, yeah, it's not like an act. I don't think it's an active um, aversion to it. I, I, the opportunity just hasn't arisen. Hmm. But I, if you guys invite it, <laughs> well, you have you to make your to own LA? opportunities, right? Then. I know. If you, you know? come to LA in February, we will go to all the parks together. That's okay. the plan. Is that okay. we're gonna Dang go? When are you there again? Th- first three weeks of Feb. Okay, so we're definitely going. I want to hmm. do uh, Disney. I went to Knott's Berry Farm last time. I, was I heard there. that's fun. I, What's that? Well, it's like it is a it's another berry theme park. Yeah. themed. Oh. Theme park <laughs> about berries. Wait, it's, it's whole thing is berries. Yes, so it's like fruit. I don't like started, that at all. It started I think as I would a. Like that. It started as like a pie, oh, a yeah. pie shop, and then there was a really, really long line for the pie shop. So the guy, not Mister Not, I guess, was yeah. like not Don Don Nuts. Don Don <laughs> was like, I'm gonna put up some attractions to keep the people in line for these berry pies that my wife makes busy and then it and then Disneyland opened and he was like oh that seems like a good idea and just grew it into a theme park this is staggering yeah wow you might surpass me as the theme park bitch (laughs) well oh my god the guy without a shirt on his back oh my god that's another thing wait this is huge there is a guy across the street from us who is a Purely naked. And purely. He's, yeah, oh, he's, he's putting on deodorant. Up. Oh, wow. <gasps> yes, I think daddy. he knows we can see. 
And he's also he bouncing up and down and bopping around. Are you guys uh, exhibitionists? Um, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, in that I have been naked and uh-huh. continue to be naked in my own home. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like yeah, in no, a window. I wouldn't window. want a stranger to see me are from you, in my window. Are you mm-hmm. commonly nude in front of the house, in the house in front of your partner? Like, look at me, look at me. <laughs> no, every, really. yeah. When I'm nude, I say, uh, avert your eyes. <laughs> and I, yeah. No one's ever seen me fully nude. Mm, I yeah. always have one very sort of a leaf, uh, thin, or, a leaf, or, yeah, or like yeah. a really thin silk scarf that's draped around, just so. Yes, mm-hmm. I, 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 I always delicate. have like a, like a, like a light film over me. Mm. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Like, like a dirty. It's like an extremely <laughs> dirty. It's yeah. an extremely dirty, very light um, coat. Just okay. dirty enough to never be nude. And it's mm-hmm. see-through. Mm-hmm. So it really, it really, there's no oh, reason for me to. I love that. It's like a dirty uh-huh. gown. Dirty nightgown. A dirty nightgown. Oh, cool. I love that. I actually love that. Oh for yeah, you. I do that. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you, <laughs> I definitely do that. Yeah. Do you know what my mom got me for Christmas? What? A bathrobe. <laughs> That's a nice. That's job. really That's nice. nice. Yeah, she wants you to experience luxury. Yeah, and I have been. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like a fluffy night robe or like a a no, terry it's, cloth? It's luxe. It's <laughs> okay. Okay. So there. It actually says it says on the. It's oh man, what's what's the name of that place where the Countess Luann, um, oh, the, her husband know. cheated on her at this place. I have no idea. Oh. The Marriott. Oh. No, it's like, <laughs> but it, it says the name of 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 the that that hotel. Mandarin on it. Oriental. <laughs> no, it's not that. The Knott's Berry Farm the, no. Snoopy Hotel. We can float away from this. I don't remember gay, the name of the place. Gay hostel. I'm just saying it's going to be very hard to be there with Rachel <laughs> and have to, you know. I'm so I don't want to hurt you, so I don't want. I I want to monitor my Instagramming. Yeah. While we're there, though, I'll keep you apprised of all my shits. Yes. <laughs> so Rachel and I are on this thread together. I didn't update the thread about the time that I shot into the plastic bag, though. I, I can't. I was believe. too embarrassed. You know what I realized is that so Bone and I are also doing Whole Thirty together, yes. and we're on a Whole Thirty text thread That's and why a you're shit text so much. thread. Yeah. But now we're we. Are, we text each other for everything that goes into our body and, and also everything, everything that, comes, that out. comes out. That's beautiful. Is that a lot? Is that too much? I, I don't think, think so. Good. Do you, do you, are you someone who talks about their poops? Um, ever since I've met Rachel, sir, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. You're shy about poop stuff, I'm I think. I'm a little shy. Though. Rachel's a very fecal person. Yeah. I yeah. always really respect when someone just talks about their shit. I actually. Like, I always think it's really why, cool. I think it's bad. No, I deeply hate like, it. I just took a shit. But then why don't you do it for yourself? I do. I, you know, I just have to wander in. I, you know, I have to be kind of trusting and. Yeah, but I wish I could just be like. Balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. Shit to the brick. I'm not like. (laughs) I wish I could be like the guy across. Yeah, the the guy who just took his shirt off and took a shit in the window. Mm -hmm. Um, What if we took our clothes off for him? I thought I thought you were kind of. I thought you were kind of entering into the discussion that we all kind of do some strip poker. (laughs) I was. That would be crazy for listeners to know that we were all nude. We did an episode where when Josh and Aaron came for their first episode, we all took our shirts off. That's cute. We did the whole episode shirtless for no reason. It was because we we at that point we, everyone was wearing hats. Oh yeah, we we I think you your first time that because you are a two time guest now. Yes, That's true. And um, so the first time that you were here, where we were, wearing, did we demand that you wear a hat? I don't. 
I don't think we, we wore so, a hat for the picture. For I the think. picture. Yeah. yeah. And I, I yeah. mean, the first live, I don't think so, honey, was a hat. Yes. Mm-hmm. The hats were very, still a very much show. part of the brand. Yes. I yes. looked so bad in that hat. Oh, I looked what terrible. I disagree. Hat was it? it was a big, like, musketeer hat. It was like a right? feather. Oh, oh yes. Ned, I've I think you would look yes, stunning in the hat. I think it would actually suit you. Yeah, it would. so. Yeah. Now, tell us about how you two met and the journey that <laughs> brought you to Friends Who Folk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And have, tell you, guys, us, please. have you guys ever folked? Please tell us. Um, well, similarly, when I met Ned, I was like, what's his deal? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was mm-hmm. like, you're in a long-term relationship. And I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> it couldn't work. It would, And that's the yeah. only reason that that's we have That's the only reason why it, it couldn't have worked. And no other reason. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we met at... Um, at the Williamstown <laughs> Theater Festival in Massachusetts. Hot, hot. Yeah. I feel like hot, I have to apologize cool. whenever I say that. I for know. Some reason. Why? I'm like at um, a theater festival. <laughs> it's very esteemed. It's the best. It is a very esteemed festival. We were both in in plays, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we we were kind of the people who like wanted to drink the most. I think yeah. is how we found each I, other. Yeah. This this and side of really Rachel. Want to drink there. People really, but you guys really wanted to drink. We or we wanted to take it a little less seriously. I think there yeah. were a lot of grad school it. actors. Yeah, which, a lot of my body is a temple. Yeah, stuff bless happened. them. But yeah, they yeah, treat their bodies people. with a lot of respect, and we were kind of the people there who wanted to absolutely destroy our bodies. Uh-huh. And from that, Rachel was like, you should do comedy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You had never done comedy. And I was like, that's crazy. Comedy is the most lucrative. <laughs> yeah. Easy. And you said there's money there. Yes. Yep. There's a lot of money in comedy. I was like, it seems like you're kind of on the track to become a Broadway actor. Um, and things are really going well for you. Why don't you start doing uh, musical stand-up with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's truly the best thing that's out there in my I opinion. think it's the best thing that's out there and I feel like we should just expose the, the listeners right now. Let's have let's have Rachel and Ned sing a song. Can you sing us a song? We of would course. love to. Well, this is Nat- from is this from, from the, the album, album or is this not? This is, this is not on the yeah. album. Oh. Um it is it is from after we released we released an album a few months ago and yeah. we then wrote this song as soon as the album was done. Well, the creative process never stops. It never stops. It's actually real culture number uh, 93. The, the creative, creative process, process never, never stops. stops. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. never stops and never sleeps. Mm-hmm. No. Mm. And so tell us, tell us, do you want to talk about this song before um, you start singing? <clears throat> yeah, this is, this is a song about um, self-care. Oh, yeah. yeah. We love that. Great. We love that a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is Friends Who Folk. Life can be hard, sometimes you need to unwind I have an end-of-day routine to clear my mind I turn off the lights, silence my phone Cause this is a time when I am finally alone I lay down and close my eyes And then I think about everything I've ever done wrong Think about everything I've ever done wrong I remember all my faults and relive them in my head And then at 3 a.m. I can finally go to bed mm. Ned, what do you think about at night? 
I think about the time in second grade when I threw up on the art table. The teacher was showing us what we were gonna draw, and I threw up on her picture. I could have vomited on the floor, but I threw up on the picture instead. Mrs. Caggiano, I'm sorry about your picture. I think about it every night. It keeps me awake. I lay down and close my eyes And then I think about everything I've ever done wrong I think about everything I've ever done wrong I start at the beginning and go year by year And at 4 a.m. I pass out mm-hmm. <laughs> Rachel, do you want to tell us what you think yes. about? Yes, I think about the time a girl in high school told everyone that she thought I was gay And the reason she gave was that I was too obsessed with Sandra Bullock in the movie Two, Two weeks, weeks notice. notice That's not something I did wrong That is something she did wrong But I'm the one who thinks about that every single night I think about all the things I can't control And how I could have controlled them I think about all the things that can't be fixed And I try to fix them by thinking about them really hard I lay down and close my eyes And then I think about everything I've ever done wrong I think about everything I've ever done wrong I scroll through Twitter for seven hours And at 6 a.m. I go to work At work I still feel really bad I think about the time I peed myself at camp I think about the time I slept with a guy Who I knew was bad But I fucked him for a year I think about how I'm not the only one in the world And then I feel bad because the world is bad I think about how climate change is real I think about the military-industrial complex I think about the fact that 53% of white women voted for Trump I think about the future when I am dead And I wonder Will worms eat my eyes? Will worms eat my eyes? Will worms eat my eyes? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's my so favorite much. song. It's so good. It's my so favorite much. song. It's truly phenomenal. How do wait? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. This might sound weird. How does it feel to know, like, you are so talented? (laughs) I don't know. I could ask you the same question, bitch. Don't deflect. (laughs) Don't you dare. I'm not in the hot. I'm not in the hot seat. You two have have such great voices, such great writing. I mean, it's all there. The musicality. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think we initially like nerded over our love for music, and Mm -hmm. then it became like funny. Our our interest in it, like we both, when we were first friends, like would laugh about how we knew really like obscure Joni Mitchell songs, and yes. whenever we saw each other, we would kind of sing a little bit of "Ladies of the Canyon" or something. Mm-hmm. "Ladies of the Canyon." So it grew yeah. out of like a really genuine love of folk music. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Also, like I, I'm such like a study per. Like I love to like be really prepared for things. Mm-hmm. I love. Like, I think that's why stand-up, even though I did it a few times and, like, enjoyed it, it was never the thing that I wanted to do because I love to come being so prepared, like yeah. a little Hermione Granger. Yes. And this is the thing that I know that we can put a lot of work into and that it pays off because the music is good and not, like, shitty yeah. comedy music. It's yeah. always going to be a known quantity wherever you go. Right. Which is, like, but like mm-hmm. that, but that, like, is just a testament to, like, your writing. In this container, which is like, it's a song, 
Um, it's good. Like the jokes are landing in the right places. It's hitting the audience's ear in the right places. I, that's an, an, why a reason a reason I like to do music too is because I know what it is. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like it, yeah, it's, it's what you're saying. It's not like um, I, literally the word I want to write is inebrious. That can't be right. <laughs> I don't know. That's not. I don't <laughs> think don't that's a word. What you're trying <laughs> to say? Inebriated. Well, it's not <laughs> like drunk. Can I tell you what I love about what you do? It's not inebrious. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that's what I've always said. Inebrious. What is it? What What am I trying to say? Amorphous. Oh, I know you. I see you. You do. You do. It's not amorphous. It's not inebrious. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're Can you believe inebrious could be a word? Your first and only language. <laughs> Wait, this is like really, really recently. I was trying to think of the word for thesaurus, and I kept just thinking Pictionary over and oh, over. Oh yeah, <laughs> you stupid idiot! I was like, I have to look up. I need an. I need a new word for this. I need to look it up in a you- Pictionary. <laughs> wow. HPE, are you looking up if inebrious is a word? No. No. <laughs> I thought that she like pulled her phone out to like do this stupid oh my fucking God, thing. Fact and she was you. literally just texting. <laughs> just living her life. She was on probably that? texting on this. Get on this. <laughs> Get on this. Is inebrious is, is a word? If not, we need to call someone and make it a word. I, I think the way you define inebrious is to be able to be drunk anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I am inebrious. I would say that you're inebrious. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you drunk in lots of places. Lots of places. <laughs> We've been drunk across the country together. We have. Yes. In Chicago, in Canada, in... Austin. Austin. Oh, I didn't go oh, to we, Austin. We didn't go to Austin together. But I have been, oh no, we went to Austin together. We went to Austin together. I didn't go back with oh, you. Oh, I didn't, yeah, no, that was, I was very, okay, so we've I was all been extremely drunk in inebrious in Austin every time I go. <laughs> Wait, Ned, where, have you ever been drunk in Austin? I've never been to Austin and I don't drink. No, I do, I do drink. <laughs> I think you would, I think, I, I don't, I think Ned is on his way to being inebrious. Oh, do you know what I'm saying? Thanks so much. I I've think- learned so much about myself <laughs> on this podcast. I'm sensitive. I don't like loud noises. People, people ask I'm on what my way to inebriate. They feel kind of contradictory. Oh my God, wait. People ask what your stop, deal is. Stop, yeah. stop. We've, we've put a lot on Ned, I think. Well, we have to ask Ned the question. Yes. And we're okay. gonna, so, But what we're going to say Uh-oh. is we're going to put more on you. Oh, okay. So we've already talked to her about yeah. this on her episode. We've already Uh-oh. had a discussion I want to revisit Rachel. this with her later, though. Well, you can do whatever you want. It's your show. Oh but God. what I want to do is ask <laughs> oh, no. Ned the question. Yes. I'm now go on. The question is, what is the culture that made you say culture is for me? It's the pop culture in your life that was defining. This could be any form of culture. Okay. And it really is very open to interpretation how you answer this, Ned. A um, book, a movie, a yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think actually Jody Mitchell is like <gasps> a weird um, and like a weirdly early yeah. touchstone yes. for me. Like I was like an eight year old who loved Joni. Like it was it was You're bizarre. So lucky. Yeah. It was very strange. No. Like I knew all the words to blue when I was like ten. <laughs> like I was and I was wearing like overalls and I had like a necklace. I was already a lady of the canyon. Yes. Then. Um so I think that was my way. Maybe not into pop culture, but into some kind of culture. No, that, that's pop culture. That yeah, pop it culture. is pop culture. Maybe a good title of this app would be Ladies of the Canyon. Oh my I God. So. That would be a dream come the true. Or, or folking. Or folking. Mm-hmm. Folking inebrious. Or inebrious. Inebrious. Um, I love that. On his way to inebrious. Wait, we gotta talk, I love that, Ned. We, we got to talk about Joni. 
Can we talk um, about Joni a little bit? What's your favorite Joni material? Joni, yeah, what's my favorite Joni album? Do you love? I've been listening to like older Joni lately, mm-hmm. or I got off her for a bit too because I, I OD'd. Right. It was yeah. so scary. I found him. Yeah. <laughs> just, I was just, yeah. Wait, wait. Had it Hold on, wait. Spark. This yeah, sounds really scary. Rachel, <laughs> what happened when you found that Ned had over, overdosed on Joni Mitchell? Yeah. And tell us, walk us through the whole thing. Um. Well, just as a disclaimer, this joke is in really bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, okay. It's already in really bad taste. Okay, I'm not good. saying it's about to be more in bad taste, but just the fact that it was made in the first place, I think yeah. is on my part, very bad taste. But uh, as we said, this is Howard Stern. Uh, <laughs> that's something we said before we started yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rolling. Vi- the vibe is how that you say rolling? Yeah, rolling. Yeah. When we began rolling. When we began uh-huh. rolling. And I um, said, let's all say something super problematic. So and I'm happy that mine. we've gotten there only uh-huh. 26 minutes in. Checked one box. Um, but yeah, I just like walked in on Ned. He, <laughs> he was like on the floor in a pile of his own... Joni. Oh, my and, gosh. In a pile uh, of his own Joni album. You never told me that part. He was, he was just, uh, he was, at, it was because he had listened to a bunch of later uh-huh. Joni after yeah, he kind of, kind of wow. obscure, voice. Yeah. gravelly voice. Yeah, once the smoking we, had really taken over. Yeah. You can't I do think, too much. I think that the newer version of both sides now is oh, more yeah. beautiful. It's really beautiful. It is beautiful. It makes me kind of sad. It's like too I sad. can't it's, quite listen to it. It's a very it. sad song. Yeah. Well, it's because when she wrote it, it was like, okay, beautiful song. And then when she did it when she was older, I was like, okay, now you're on the other side. Right. Yeah, Yeah, you got to the other side of the (laughs) cloud. I love her so much. She was also really formative for me. And I think, I feel like the way that Joni Mitchell to me, like was my pop culture was that being a huge Joni Mitchell, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, mm. et cetera, fan as a very young kid was like, this solidifies that I will not be like the other girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm not going to be cool because this is what I like to listen to. <laughs> wow. Um, But then, you know, found my people. There you go. Yeah. Joni is that thing, though, where it's like, it's it's like a north star for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's like I mean it's like it's yeah, it's like you guys said earlier like that's how you guys you guys found each other. And like I think she just my favorite thing about Joni is that she makes you she makes you more human by listening to it. Yeah, she definitely is. It's it's she's a poet. She's a poet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her lyrics and are unrivaled. So good. And California yeah. One of my favorite songs of all time. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All all of Court and Spark. All I mean, of Court and Spark. All, all of Ladies of the Canyon. Ladies of the Canyon. We yeah. I just like cannot overstate how much I love that song. It, yeah. And oh, it's such a Kenya. and it is a funny song. Or it's, Trina wears it's her the, own yeah, we, yeah, when we were first becoming friends, we would just sing like really dumb lines from that song to each other, like uh-huh. And all our fat and, and nothing. Did you Did you start writing your material <clears throat> while you were at W Town or did that continue? No. Because what happened was 
your theater festival ended and you yeah. said, we must stay in, in deep touch. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed in deep touch. <laughs> <laughs> like, for anyone who doesn't know Williamstown, it's like <laughs> we're touching deep each other touch. physically, deep, deep very yes. deeply. Mm-hmm. Like Joni would touch um, <laughs> But Williamstown is like, what, three months, two uh-huh. and a half months? Yeah, you guys were gone yeah, for a long really time. You're long. like, you lose away. grip of reality. Yeah, you're sleeping mm. in like an unair conditioned dorm room in a twin size bed and you're with the same, like, 15 people every second and like of Blythe the day. like Danner is there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, who else? Who like Cuckoo was there? Cynthia Nixon was there while we were. It was like just oh. the weirdest. You were like, oh, I'm at the local yeah, coffee shop weird. with Cynthia Nixon. Mm. Oh. Um, but you get like really close to people uh, and it's crazy. And then you come out and it's like you've been through a war together. It's, there's which, a cult like Yeah, it is yeah. a cult. So we got out and we were like. We got, we got out. <laughs> we finally got out. Yeah, and you, yeah. And yeah, then I got, out. I got asked to do a show that was about like oh, right. political stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, come write a song with me about politics. Mm-hmm. And we'll sing our song about politics. And then it went well. And we were like, we should keep doing this. Yeah, it happened kind of accidentally. Mm-hmm. Can or you like, a- yeah, someone was like, what are you called? And we had to like think of a name. Yeah. We weren't Can you explain the name Friends Who Folk? <laughs> Um, um, it's a pun. It's a pun on <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. uh, it's like friends. It's like friends who fuck. <laughs> I'm inebriated. I'm sorry. I'm a little inebriated. Getting a little belligerent and inebriated. <laughs> sorry, Matt's inebriated. He's just drunk everywhere. <laughs> He's drunk everywhere with, at this moment. With ATM a pic- with a pictionary in hand. <laughs> you, I, but then you. My favorite folking. Um, uh, pun is folking lessons which i think was what the name of a oh, show yeah. <laughs> oh my god that was our show where <laughs> only 20 people came and bowen and bowen was the only person laughing no it <laughs> and was it was so such a good show no but that was the most generous thing that a friend has ever done for me was That's... come to my show where truly the only people there were like my mom <laughs> and your mom Oh, my mom. Yeah, was there. yeah. <laughs> Both of your parents were there. <laughs> Our moms were there. And weirdly, like a table of industry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great show. And they then were Bowen, really who laughed so phone. loud, and it was so nice. It's my favorite stuff. I remember the first time I saw. It wasn't even called Friends Who Folk at that point, but it was you two put a video up on oh, Facebook right. mm-hmm. of you guys singing "We Are Friends," but we don't have but sex. we don't have sex. And I was like, mm-hmm. "This is the oh, yeah. funniest thing I've ever seen." They're yeah, my guess favorite. That was the first thing we did. Yeah. Yeah. And but then like but then like the, the friends who folk as as it is iterated now is like through that political show. I think so. Yeah, yeah. that was like when we wrote it, and then when we wrote our first song, and then we just kept oh, and writing. Then we did Blythe? Sh- yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like people asking each of us to do shows and hopping we on. Would, yeah, we would hop yeah. on and it started. A thing. Yeah, started with a political song, and then we were, we just started writing dumber and dumber songs until here we are. Mm. And of course, we all have our roots in writing dumb songs <laughs> together. And <laughs> it's hop true. Around. The three of us, anyway. The, yeah. Before, before when Ned was very young. Yeah, yeah. Ned hadn't even I been born. Very, you hadn't even been born. Young. Yeah, I think I saw the last show when I was three years old. <laughs> 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 yeah. Pop roulette feels like actually another a lifetime, lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah. It, we, are, we are not the same people, yeah, which is fine. Yeah. I saw you guys at Union Hall. I do mm-hmm. think it was like late in the, late in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah that we were just doing band. our live, yeah. our full band shows. Yeah. You know what's crazy? That those were, those popular shows that we did at Union Hall were never like crazy well attended. I know. Like I, I go to shows, I feel like every show I go to at Union Hall now is sold out. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, did, did Union Hall kind of like pop off in the last two years? I don't know. I still... 
I we always do our monthly show at Union Hall, and I love that venue so much. And also, we've done shows there that had a lot of people, and shows where there were truly no really? people. Yeah. And I don't know what. That just might be us, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did a show there a year ago with Sam Taggart, and five people came. <gasps> What show was that? Was that? It was Derbis. Der- Derbis. Derbis. Yeah. Derbis. It was, oh my god! And it was we were not clear about what the show was, and we scra- we patched it together at the last second, and it was a crazy show. I liked that. I I liked that you guys announced that you had a show called Derbis, and that no <laughs> and one gave knew what it was. No information. I, I liked. Th- yeah. I like this it's idea. This word. new thing of. Creating a show that doesn't have uh, an identity and saying, <laughs> buy tickets to this. <laughs> Edie Monica yeah. does that. I love her. She just, she, she, I love her She'll like announce like, hi, come to my new show. My butt smell like ass. <laughs> my butt smell like shit. And you're like, what is That it? feels very our brand as well. It is. My, my, my butt smell like shit. My butt smell like shit. Edie's amazing. She opened up. You weren't there, but she opened up I for my heard, last Christmas I show. Heard. She did the funniest fucking character. And speaking of openers for my Christmas show, also friends also who friends folk. Folk. true. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I, I was on the side thinking, this is the comedy that you want that I want for to me. see in the world for me. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launch and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I, um, okay, I need to ask, we need to ask, we need to talk more about Joni. Nad, Joni, Joni over Carol. <laughs> Bringing it back to Joni. Joni over Joni Carol King. over Carol. Yeah. I mean, I, mean the, I love Carol King. I'm, 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 I'm doing this thing, though, where I'm pitting women against each other. You're pitting women against each other, and it is toxic. You're right. You're yeah. right. Never mind. Did I take that back? Did you okay. see the, I like, did I you like see the musical Beautiful? I didn't. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful is the Orlando theme parks of Broadway shows. <laughs> I want to see it. How dare you say that when King Kong... It's just streets <gasps> over. Oh, right. I, I want to see, see King Kong. Oh, wait, I really, really want to see actually. King Kong too. I Let's heard go to King Kong. Ben Moss told me it's scary. Oh my god! I heard it's scary because the Kong is yeah, so big. Yeah, because it's a big. Kong. It's a big Kong. He's a huge fucking Kong. Well, that's from what a I've huge heard. Kong. I yeah. heard the, the I heard the Kong. <laughs> I heard the Kong is absolutely huge, <laughs> and I even hear the Kong so big and so unwieldy that sometimes the Kong will malfunction. Oh, how does the Kong work? That's very I believe Orlando. it goes like this. Uh huh. It's a. Is it a puppet? Mm-hmm. I think it is. It's like a puppet slash animatronic. It is. <laughs> it's actually, not an actor. <laughs> it is. You no, know, because it's huge. Wait, you've done the Reign of Kong. Uh, oh, universe. You've done the, the Crystal, universe. Right. The, the Crystal Skull. Wait, that, isn't it? The Skull Island Skull Reign Island. of Kong. You've done that, right? Yes. yes. Okay, with the big ass King Kong at the end. Re- yes. That's gaggy. That was the gong. The gong. <laughs> the Kong. The that Kong was the at the end Kong. is the gag. The Kong. Wait, that Kong was so big. <laughs> no, that Kong is huge. I don't quite remember the Kong. I oh, have it's because you. It's because you were inebrious. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the ride didn't do it for me though. Yeah, because no, that's too it. many screens. Hashtag it's too many screens. Hashtag too many screens. And also the the car is so big. The a, van or yeah. whatever is so big that you can be sitting in the middle of it, and yeah. then you like. Don't can't see, it. see out the window. Yeah. That's the thing. Do you like Star Wars, Ned? I do. You I know that Star Disney World's Wars. getting Star Wars Land. Oh. Yeah, so maybe that would be I a good opportunity for you. There's going to be a ride where you get on the Millennium Falcon. Oh, that's what I've wanted to do since I was a little boy. <laughs> I, I bet. Yeah. I bet being a fan of Star Wars that yeah, you wanted to get Star on Wars. that thing. I'm ready. Yeah, you you're ready. Love Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, honestly, what's his deal? He's taken. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm over it. <laughs> a little tingle on the shoulder. <laughs> tickle. Ra- Rachel, a tickle. Shoulder tickle. Have you done Avatar? No. <gasps> oh, my oh. God. It is no. the goop. Guys, is it? It's the goop. <laughs> Wait, have you seen the movie Avatar? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Okay, then great. you would Sigourney love this. Sigourney. Sigourney. Yeah. Her star making. Yeah, that's how she became famous. It's actually rule of culture number 18. Sigourney, Sigourney became, became a star in Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely could not get through that movie without feeling so motion sick. It's a disgusting oh. movie. Was, it's very weird. I was sitting. There are three movies I've had to walk out of because they made me sick to my stomach because of how shaky the camera was and how sick I was. Was Wrinkle in Time one of them? No, because I saw that on a. Oh no! Wait. Wrinkle in Time. I, I had. I think to I leave. saw that on a plane. I had to. Oh God! Only so you can wrinkle time. <laughs> 
No, the three films though are what uh the big short what because it's such a shake it's such a shaky cam it made me feel so sick um avatar which i wouldn't like jumanji and um precious oh i was sitting so close to the screen and it made me feel so sick because it was such a shaky camera (laughs) oh my god how are you with the favorite because that had all that like weird fish eye i think i was far enough away from the screen that's good it made you feel i wish i could like do movie reviews somewhere where they're just reviewed based on how motion sick they made me feel. <laughs> yeah, it should just be you in the front row of every movie yeah. reviewing it that I'm way. Like, yes. Wait, but shaky cam. As an Orlando bitch, you drama, have, yeah, you love the thrill. Yeah. Dramamine. Oh, you were a drama mean take oh. I have to take okay, so the the rides that Whoa, really make okay. me absolutely like talking the Simpsons. a big game and then we're taking a drama mean. I just want the Simpsons say, ride and I'm sensitive. The Simpsons you know. ride is fucking crazy. The Simpsons ride I thought I was going to Pass pass away oh my in. God. <laughs> I almost passed away on that. I, feel I like, had to close my eyes. Yes, I feel like we need to apologize to Ned. Why <laughs> for calling him yes, sensitive? Yes, this is perfect. I, no, I am very sensitive. I said that my way into pop culture was Joni Mitchell. <laughs> but we we didn't say sen- we didn't mean sensitive in the pejorative at all. What's pejorative? Like in a negative it's way. Like, uh, it's like an You know. No, I didn't mean pejorative at all. I, I did not mean that pejoratively. I love sensitive. Ned is really sensitive. I am actually very sensitive. We weren't being we weren't being pernicious. I know. I know. Oh my I gosh! Know. What a word. What's Ned's deal? <laughs> take him. Take him. Sensitive. Okay. He's folk. Love the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> the Millennium and Joni Mitchell. That's millennium cool though. Falcon. That, the Falcon. The Falcon. The Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Um, that's great that you were able to be so dynamic as to contain the multitudes of I like Joni Mitchell but would like to ride and maybe even drive the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Would love to drive it. Yeah. yeah it would yeah. be my honor. Now, you guys started writing new stuff as soon as the, the album came out. Mm-hmm. Do we have a timeline on the next release? Oh my gosh. Mm. The next album release? The next album, yes. Well, <laughs> we have to keep writing and then we also have to just raise... The capital, yeah, as yes. they say in the biz, to pay for an album. Yeah, is it, does it all just go to like to studio stuff? Yeah, studio fees. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. we recorded our first album at a studio called the Relic Room, mm-hmm. which is know a it well. great studio mm-hmm. where we also record the Story Bites podcast, and uh, we just like want in the same vein of like wanting the music to sound like good music, we want it to be recorded well. Yeah, yeah. It sounds That's a so good, good studio. It's a great studio. It is. Um, okay. This is so, it's a great studio. It's a great studio. Great studio. Back in the studio. What is this? I've started to realize that asking people about process is like impossible because basically all you're asking is how. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I read this. I read I read less and like it's. Really, <gasps> I loved it. Did you love? Did so you read good. it too? Yeah, we all read it. Okay. Oh my God. Matt, have you read it? Mm-mm. I think wow. Matt. You should read it. Matt would fucking love it. I think you would too. What is it about? It's a, a gay man. A gay man. It's it's about this um okay, I'm listening. this gay author okay. who is turning fifty and he's having this like a bit of a midlife crisis around like aging as like a gay man and then right. his his ex lover is getting married um, and he starts freaking out so then he goes on this book tour around the world mm-hmm. in order to escape that and like think about what it means to like go into middle age and then it's like a really beautiful meditation on that. Yeah. yeah. It's really funny. It's yeah. so funny too. It's really funny. I love that it's a book about 
what it's like to feel sorry for yourself while also recognizing that it's shitty to feel sorry for yourself when you have a lot of privilege. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I think it grapples with that very well where he's like, I don't matter and I don't deserve to feel this way. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I've this is something that I've sort of like come around on is like, no, like, we're not walking around thinking, well, I shouldn't feel bad because I'm so privileged. Right. Like exactly. That, like it's still you're still in a lived in experience yeah. where it's like I'm going through a shitty time. Yeah. yeah. That has, for the most part, might not have to do with my identity. I mean, maybe it. I mean, of I course it does. But it's that actually is more harmful to say. Let me ignore my feelings because it's it's because it, because, because they could people, be worse. Yeah. Like right. you're that. That's mm-hmm. how I think you make yourself sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. I I do think that like the complexities of all of that is what that book is about, and mm. also it's funny and. Yeah, sweet, and it ends. The ending is so it nice. Made me cry. Is there an incredible oh, love yeah. story? Is it you a sexy? Book? You have to it's read it. It's not sexy. It's pretty yeah. sexy. Yeah, there are moments. There's fun little There's sex. Some, it's not like Fifty <laughs> Shades <laughs> of Grey. <laughs> it's not what Rachel. It's not Fifty Shades of Grey. It's not Fifty Shades, but like, what yeah. happens in that book? All, that um, book is about also a gay about author. like, yeah, kind of a contemplative yeah. look inner look at like privilege and class in America. Totally. Yes. And And also what it's like to put an egg in your vagina. Famously, we went to go see Fifty Shades of Grey when it came out with Anna Dresden on Valentine's Day, Bebo and Anna Dresden. And I'll never forget the moment when three quarters of the way through the film, after 800 sex scenes, a little boy in the back of the theater was like, Daddy, I need to go to the bathroom. And everyone in the theater was like, Everyone screamed. It was it was the most cathartic thing we've ever been a part of. It was so funny. It was hilarious. Yes. Everyone was horrified. Just the, like you, I I love nothing more than a gasp from an audience. A collective not about the gasp. Movie. It was like, not about the movie. It just washed over the whole audience. It was That's so terrible. fabulous. That's so terrible. Fabulous. That poor that child. Poor yeah. Poor and Ted. speaking of washing over an audience, mm. I think that it's time for you to wash another mm. song over us, your audience. Oh my god, what a dream. Um <laughs> The thing about this song is that it's incredibly niche. 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 Don't correct. Don't correct. Niche. What is it? Because niche. I always said niche and then people say niche. And now I'm like, it's inebrious. As two niche people, we can tell you that it's niche. When people, as two people who are constantly told by um, TV networks and (laughs) that you're too niche. That we're too niche. Yeah. <laughs> Which means gay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. niche. You got it, got it, got it. When did yeah. you come out as niche? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God, were your parents- general two years ago. <laughs> did your parents have a hard time like accepting mm-hmm. that you were niche? Yeah, they were yeah. like- They've what? known I was niche for a long time. <laughs> I think it was harder than when I came out as gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my parents were like, we're sending you to an ex-niche therapist <laughs> in Colorado Springs. And it's like really informed my identity as, a, as an adult. Okay. <laughs> um, now tell us about this niche song. Uh, well, I don't want to say too much about it, but it is a prayer. Yes. And uh, you guys are very religious. We are mm-hmm. extremely religious. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of what we do. Yes. Yeah. We sort of haven't touched on that, but we're both like <laughs> yeah. very Christian. Yes. <laughs> well, God's real. Mm-hmm. God is real. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we, I hope you're ready for us to take you to church. Thank you. <laughs> this is Friends Who Fuck. Sips a dry martini in the corner 
she nods and smiles at the maitre d'. The candlelight flickers across her velvet bowler hat. Who is she? Patty LaPone. Lai 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 Patty LaPone. Patty it's just another Wednesday night at Sardi's. <laughs> just another grueling two-show day. She limply gives a wave to an old friend across the dining room. That friend is Victor Garber. La 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 Patty LaPone. Patty LaPone. Born Patty and Lapone in 1949. She went to Juilliard Group One. She's been in everything from Gypsy to Les Miserables. But most importantly, Law and Order. Whoa, you think it's Law and Order? That feels Whoa. like kind of homophobic for musical <gasps> theater star Patty Lapone. Excuse me? You're calling me homophobic. Mm-hmm. It is actually extremely sexist of you to think that a woman could be homophobic. <laughs> Plus, she's very known for Law & Order. Like, she has a guest starring arc on okay. SVU. Okay, okay. What's her character's name, if you're such a fan? Wow. Ruth Miller, ADA. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Ruth Miller, ADA, played by Patty LaPone. She looks around the bar, it's time to pack it in. She turns to her friend Sean, a 24-year-old gay man. She says, if there's one thing that I have learned in my career, it's call me a fucking cab, I'm Patty Love. <laughs> 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 singing with us. That Thank was incredible and it was our us. joy to do that. I forgot the words for a sec, but that's the magic of live Perf- theater. Live, <laughs> live theater. Live um, podcast. Where does that come from? Did you actually observe Patti Lapone in her natural habitat of Sardis? I actually did see Patti Lapone at Sardis. Oh at one point and it was... <laughs> It was actually one of the crazier celebrity sightings. Like, it was the most predictable, actually, to see Patty Lapone at Sardis. But meaningful, but meaningful. But I was like, I'm usually not that shocked by seeing Mm -hmm. a celebrity in New York, but seeing Patty Lapone in a bowler hat at Sardis felt like really iconic. Well, you know what it is? It's when I think about, when I see a celebrity, I'm like, have I, have I seen this person 
in a room with hundreds, if not thousands of people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we're all focused on this one person. And now am I like within feet of them? Yeah. If the answer is yes, then I'm like, this is crazy. And this is so overwhelming mm-hmm. that like someone mm-hmm. who has been so I've, that I've seen so on display in right. a room. Yeah. Suddenly I'm like within feet of them. I'm like, oh, that's nuts. I don't know. That's my that's my weird thing with celebrities. Well, it feels yeah. crazy to see famous people like at all. It, some fam- like I've seen famous people where I'm like, yeah, I mean, obviously this famous person exists. Yeah, and then others where I'm like, it's actually impossible to me that they're a flesh and blood person <laughs> that's yeah. standing here. Mm-hmm. Patty's one of those people. Also, yeah. when you see a celebrity multiple times, like in person, mm-hmm. you're like, that's not the same person I saw, but it fully is. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen Kelly Clarkson in person ten or eleven times. <laughs> And I think she might keep, keep, keep being replaced. <laughs> oh my God. Conspiracy but, theory. But it is yeah. her That's every time. That's very Avril Lavigne. Like, Avril like Lavigne. the Avril Kelly Clarkson I saw French. in Los Angeles <laughs> do a little gig. And she was fully different. <laughs> and she, But she was the same Kelly Clarkson that we saw at The View. And yet there she was. And, and yet there she was. was. It's just crazy that she's out there living a life right now because I love I her. So. She gets to go to different I know. places. I know. Yeah. Like Patty Lapone is doing something right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. That's wow. so. She's in, or- crazy she's in Orlando. <laughs> Are you guys Patty fans? Oh, big big time. Love her. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll say this. Um, I'm a huge Patty Lapone fan. But the one time I saw her was on Gypsy. stage was a matinee of Gypsy, and I felt like I didn't live up to. Oh. What I wanted. From I it. loved her in Gypsy and saw it twice. Someone told me She's that amazing. they saw her in something and she had a cold and she that was, was me. Oh yes, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then you tell the story. I saw Gypsy. I saw Gypsy on Broadway twice, and the second time she had a cold and she held a tissue the entire time. <laughs> and that's when she, so she incorporated oh, it, in, that's my dream. She famously like doesn't ever like she never calls out of shows she never calls out. so she was sick and still went and she just incorporated this tissue into the character and would kind of like blow her nose and sneeze into very it. juilliard she there, made it work oh my god and Mama Rose is it was sick amazing tonight. <laughs> yeah she's been sick for 30 years yeah it was she just amazing. said that, that at the beginning yeah, yeah. <laughs> mama rose is sick tonight stop taking pictures uh, I just love her so much. She does the most iconic performance, I think, at that Kennedy Center honors Barbara Cook. Oh my God, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna love you like nobody loves you. Come rain or come shine. <laughs> I didn't do it right. She's amazing. She's amazing. She, she's. You know what? The best part. My favorite part of, about Patty. My favorite thing about Patty is that um, she's amazing in interviews. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. She's an incredible Watch What Happens Live interview. She, where she fucking oh, shits right. on Madonna. She said yeah, Madonna's Madonna a movie thing. killer. Yeah, that was and so can't funny. Act <laughs> worth like dead shit. eyes or something? I yeah. <laughs> She's got dead eyes and she can't act worth shit. And then she it's described so like the first time they ever met. And sh- and like she she said that Madonna only said to her, I'm taller than you. <laughs> Insane. Oh my God. I saw her in War Paint too, which oh. was like. Oh, the How was War Paint? With, um, I felt that that was the story of me and Bowen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we wrote a show called Night Soap that was very oh, similar yeah. to War Paint. Okay, yes. Actually, I saw the first Night Soap. Uh-huh. And, okay, well. First and if only. anyone, I hope no one listening worked very hard on War Paint because I will say Night Soap was like good War Paint. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that even though I didn't see War Paint. Songs, I felt that what we were doing the whole time was good Warm Paint. So. Now the, the, the songs in Night Soap were more memorable than the songs in War Paint, which is We didn't have any because songs. There weren't any. <laughs> there were not any songs. There was I, a fight scene. Yeah, there in was space. An, with a break with breakaway. 
With glass. Glass, glass right? and, and gun and space gun. We have to yeah. do it again. It, it's so That fun. show was amazing. Thank you. Um, I can't believe we did it once for like 70 people. Wait, yeah, what was the Ars premise? Nova. Night Soap was a play that Bo and I wrote for Ars Nova and Fest two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, where we played um, two women, um, a warring mar- matriarchs of two chocolate dynasties. I was <laughs> oh Barbara God. Hershey, who's <laughs> also the actress. And I was Ver- oh God, Veronique right. Nesley. And basically what happened was they were old, old, old friends. <laughs> who came up with a patent for a chocolate that could be edible in space. Like transportable and edible in space. But the thing is like their husbands were constantly having conflict because they were Mr. Hershey and Mr. Nestle. And so they were like, well, let's get together and like sort of like figure this out um, because the men certainly can't. And over the course of the first scene, which is the first act, you find out that was it I was fucking your son? You were fucking my I son. I was fucking her son. <laughs> That's right. And um, then, oh my God. then the, the, the communication breaks down. <laughs> And it's not until second act in the Alps, in the Alps, where we see each other again in, in the like chalet. A, in the, the chalet. chalet. Oh my god! In the Swiss chalet. This show was so funny. Thank you. I, it's truly. I keep saying this. It's the only thing that I look back on that I'm like proud of. That like uh, that something that <laughs> the I, only thing. I read only the script. Thing. I read the script <laughs> like two months re- ago, and I was like, this holds up. You think so? Yeah, it, it needs to be produced. I think we get it. And then of go. course the third act. Spoiler alert: takes place in space. <laughs> And there is a fight to the death, and we have a full space and outfit. A, and there's a twist. Yeah, twi- you, you were wearing like body body suits. <laughs> and then there's a there's a twist ending that I am so proud. of. There's a huge twist oh. ending. That, w- the people gasped. In yeah, the audience. I I was shocked. <laughs> we won't spoil it because you guys should do it again. Oh, wow. We can't yeah, spoil it. it. Or maybe that's your that's what you. That's your niche pitch to networks. Yes, niche pitch. Literally, I did meet with one production company. I will not say which. And I described the idea <laughs> and they were fucking gagged for it. They liked it? Oh, yeah, God. I'll tell you who it was oh later. God. Fun. But um, um, maybe it'll be on a, some sort of niche network near you sometimes. Okay, but this was going to get me into my thing before we talked about less. And this is actually a great segue into your guys' writing process. And like the thing that they say in less is like, what else is there to ask a writer except how? Mm. But like, I feel like, do you guys have a streamlined way of like writing your stuff? Or is it like more like just like you guys are playing around with different ideas? Um, both. Feel, yeah, I feel like it's often, it has often been that we, we have like an idea and kind of with that idea, like a genre or we're like, mm, that's yes. a Sarah McLaughlin's or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of, riff on that but then we also there's also been ones where like we have an idea and it's a little more fully formed and then we help the other like bring it to life but it's often us like really just at a guitar and with a computer open like improvising stuff diddling yeah Yeah, because sometimes it's like sometimes it'll be me being like I want to write a song about about how like Treating like staying up all night worrying about stuff is a is like a type of self care. Like let's write that and then we'll sit down and write it. Or it'll be Ned being like, "Can we write a song about the movie Stepmom?" Mm, and then, I love that. And one. then we'll do that. Or like we just did. We just wrote a song about Marie Kondo. That mm-hmm. was literally because Ned was like making fun of me for doing <laughs> Marie Kondo stuff, and he was like, "I just like." Well, want you're doing Whole Thirty and, and Marie, Marie Kondo, Kondo, which is like Kondo. you're just. You're setting yourself up for failure. Marie Kondo is guys, the whole thirty. Really it's the whole thirty of your space. Yes. Yeah, but but, but then no. He, I think I also believe in you. I'm I think, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm trying to change my life, and you are actively keeping me. Back. No, I want. I want. I really want you to change your life. <laughs> <laughs> we all desperately need you to want change. Want Rachel to change you. her life. 
But Ned was like, I just like think that I just want Marie Kondo to like come over and scream at me. <laughs> and then like we were like, well, that's the whole song. And then we wrote it in Yeah, it just feels minutes. like everyone wants Marie Kondo to really like dom them right now. Yeah. Would you be yeah. able to do that one? I want, oh. We could try. I yeah. want Marie Kondo. Should we, we could try to do it right now. Try and do a little clapping. Okay. We might, I'm going to forget song. I'm going to forget the words. What's our key? Um, mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Let, 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 let them do it. You can cop with us. <laughs> I want Marie Kondo to scream at me and tell me that I've been a bad, bad boy. I want Marie Kondo to write a letter to my parents. And tell them I'm a messy piece of shit. I want Marie Kondo to convict me of a crime I didn't commit. And put me in jail for my whole life. I want Marie Kondo to look me dead in the eyes and say you don't spark joy. I'm going to donate you to to a church. I want Marie Kondo to scream at me and tell me that I've been a bad, bad boy. I want Marie Kondo to drive me to a dump and throw me in the dump. And then I'll finally be free, be free, be free. Yes. <laughs> okay, we sort of know the lyrics. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that was great. Yeah, I, I really like, I like that. that new friend to a folk song. <laughs> and also, I, I I vividly pictured someone looking. I think this would be a good reality show. Marie Kondo, but with friendships. <laughs> so it's like, <gasps> we, you have to look someone in the eye. It's like, yeah. you've decided that oh. out of your five friends, three of them don't spark joy. Oh my no. God. And you have to tell them. You have. That's, awesome. That's you a very Matt Rogers pitch. You seem pitch. so excited to do that. <laughs> You're like, you have friends, but you have too many friends. I think that's called boundaries. Tonight. <laughs> I just she's, love Marie Kondo. I love her. Uh, this, I've, I Marie Kondo in my room, too. You I, did? Did yeah. you like I've, it? I'm, I'm very cynical too. about it, but I do be, I believe in it. I, I believe in I it. I think it works. I think... The, the way your living space is organized is a direct reflection of your mental state. And it's it's helped. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I did the whole thing where I put everything on my bed, mm-hmm. went through the stuff I wanted to keep. And I'm honestly thinking that like all these Goodwills and churches and, and places, these donation places are like overwhelmed right now. Yeah. So I'm just tossing it in the trash. <laughs> is that bad? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't want them to go I to a I don't think that's bad, but I think your rationalization is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, like, they the idea that they're, that they're overwhelmed is not the way to go. I'm but like, if you want to throw out your stuff, like, you should go for it. It's intense I, projection I to a yeah. He's overwhelmed at the thought of it. Yeah, I feel like the soup kitchen, like they're getting a lot of monetary donations right now. So I'm just taking my money and I'm burning it. It's not. <laughs> No, this is the thing. It's not that I'm bring. If I were bringing money to the Goodwill, I'd be like, here's no, $1,000. Yeah, but they're still I, goods. No, I understand what you're saying. I think that it's fine because I think that I think it's fine to take stuff there even if they are overwhelmed because I think a lot of those places have the means to recycle sure. uh, textiles. And a lot of these places, a lot of the Goodwills, I hear, 
just toss most of the donations. <laughs> they just throw it in yeah. the garb. They yeah. do. They do. They do. That's very so you're, possible. You're performing a service. I am. Yeah. Um, H and M recycles used textiles. Oh right, right. Uh, I oh, I should have done that. I think it's fine. I've definitely <laughs> thrown like old underwear, and like it doesn't matter. I have a. I mean, actually, I save all my old underwear. I throw it in a basket to save. The you summer. eat it. <laughs> yeah, for dinner. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> I save it for dinner. I can't get enough of this stuff. Mm. Whole thirty. Yeah. Whole thirty. Whole whole thirty. I'm eating. Th- yeah, because it's Your been on my been whole. Yes. <laughs> I'm eating thirty pairs of underwear this month, and that's. Oh my, my god. And that's it. <laughs> You're that's, glowing. And that's it. Sometimes it gets really late at night and I feel my stomach start to rumble and I'm like, oh, I really want to eat my underwear right now. <laughs> but you can't because it's one a day. I <laughs> have a service coming tomorrow to pick up all the clothes that I Marie condoed. Oh my god. You didn't tell me you were Marie condoing. I did it with my clothes. I did. <gasps> you I, I, did it, I did it before the documentary. I did it before anyone was even talking about it. I did it weeks ago. The documentary. Oh, well, aren't you cool? Aren't you <laughs> Isn't it a world? documentary on that? It's a reality it's show. It's a reality show. <laughs> Well, it's a, a documentary. Of all it's a doc. Yeah, who is? I think she's, is she stunning? I she is stunning, and I think she's the nicest. She's sweetest soul on the planet. Doesn't judge anybody. Yeah, is like she loves kids. She loves kids. She's like, okay, we'll work through this. Has helped helped this gay couple. <gasps> it, was, it was so cute. Oh my god! I yeah. love her. I also love. I love that the show. Ally. I love ally. that it's she's in, an ally. She speaks in Japanese, which I love. I love that it's like it you're gonna beautiful. watch subtitles. We're not like forcing this. It feels very like an un-American thing to let a yes. foreign person just speak their native tongue in a popular show. You know what also feels very un-American about it? Like I, the, the week it came out last week, like all these people I was talking to, all these people I was talking to were like, it just feels like it just feels like it, it's the same thing over and over again. There's no conflict. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, okay. It's very British. It's British. <laughs> it's very Asian for this thing to be like, you're just gonna watch these people improve their lives and not put up a fight. Right. They're, they're mm-hmm. just going to like be like, oh yeah, it's just as easy as folding our clothes a specific way and putting it right. somewhere else and like putting our papers in a box. Great. And then like that's it and they're happier. Yeah. Americans <laughs> love to be traumatized by television. Yeah. love drama. And I we get, and drama. that's me. Like I love. That's me. Hello. I love to be absolutely traumatized every time I watch TV, yes. but <laughs> it's a nice reprieve. That's beautiful. <laughs> I Do you that. like trauma? <laughs> I think Huge 2019 trauma is going to be big <laughs> and it's going to feel great. Yeah. <laughs> I love like hard dramas. TNT, we know trauma. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way you just asked. Do you TBS like trauma? trauma welcome. Do you like trauma? <laughs> Do you like Are you a fan of trauma? Do you like comedy, drama or trauma? <laughs> I'm actually writing a new hour-long trauma. trauma. <laughs> I'm writing a tramedy. 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 In truth, tramedy is what we're all writing. Yes. Yeah. It's where you really dig deep and then write like a whole show about your butthole oh for no reason. <laughs> when I- are you guys going to have kids? <laughs> mm. Who says we don't? Yeah. Oh. We had kids together. Uh-huh. That was the first part of the collaboration. We said, if we're going to do this, we need to have children. We need to have created children. something mm-hmm. human <laughs> first. You know, I'm in this place now where I saw I saw my sister with our, with my beautiful niece. Ugh, and I was like, niece. Gorgeous niece, but I'm quite like, a niece. One of the top, Ms. Weiss. One of the top five nieces. One of the top in five nieces. Okay, yes, Ms. Weiss. Thank you. Okay. I, I'm like, 
I don't think I want this. I, I literally the other day decided I didn't want children. What was the deciding factor for you? Okay, I watched like a parent and his son oh, run across the street and the son like accidentally like ran a little bit in front of his dad and his dad knocked him over and the kid <gasps> flopped on the ground and the dad did that thing of like freaking out because oh, he man. thought the kid might have been hurt but the kid was, was absolutely fine and then he freaked the kid out and the kid started screaming and I was like god I can't do this oh my god you know what I mean because yeah. I'd be knocking my kid over all the dude off fucking day <laughs> get out of my yeah. way kid yeah. I'm going where I'm going. <laughs> you never walk in front of a star. No. <laughs> Don't walk in front of a star. Daddy's a star. Yeah. That's the thing is it's like I wouldn't want my kid to have their daddy be a star. Yeah. I feel I feel like really crazy that if I have kids, their parents will work in entertainment. Mm. I don't— If I, you have yeah. kids? Like if I had kids, like I just feel like parents are supposed to be like accountants— and Ugh. lawyers and like actuaries, which is like what my dad did, like a very boring job that I never mm-hmm. could describe or understand. Yeah. And the fact that if I have kids, they're going to have to be like, my parents are like Comedians. comedy writers or whatever. It makes me feel <laughs> sick to my stomach. <laughs> That's interesting. My dad does most fatal murder. My dad, my, yeah, my very- dad, ho- my dad actually hosts the <laughs> Onion podcast, which is in its um 50th season. <laughs> And he makes a million dollars a second. second. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. But that's my dad, you know? (laughs) And yet you still try for baby. Yeah, I'm const- I'm trying right now. (laughs) We're trying. Your legs have been up in the air this whole time. Yeah. You're doing that thing of like trying to, you know, make it it get there. Make it get there. Make Mm -hmm. it stick. Make it swim. I saw Lacoos talking. Oh my (laughs) my God. I know that when you have sex, an animated sperm (gasps) swims. My love, open the door. Oh my God. One of the great songs. I've a classic film. I've never seen it either. Well, it has a disgusting animation. Of it's really bad. In, yeah, of I was going to say Inception. Of, of inebrious inebrious Inception. What they call they call when you get pregnant Inebrious Inception. Not pejorative. No. <laughs> Ned, do you and Ethan? Oh. No, this is a crazy Not really. Question. Are you guys married? No. Engaged? No. <laughs> Maybe someday. How long have you guys been together? We've been together for like three and a half okay, years. Right. I don't think we while. really okay, want to get married. the baby married. year. You don't think you want to get married? That's beautiful. Or, it's very Joni. Yeah. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> yeah, that was all about not wanting to get married. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely want, I like love kids and I, I often them. see kids and I want them like hypothetically. But if I actually check in with like the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of what having a kid would be. And I have nieces and I love hanging out with them and then giving them back. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I think that's enough. I told Sudi, I was like, I, I will be like the very fun uncle of your kid. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I, we were talking about this the other night when we were all hanging out. Yeah, Me, Bone, yeah. and Sudi were, were watching TV and we were saying like, I, I told that story about how I watched this kid got knocked over by his dad and like the, dealing with that emotional situation is not something I'm wanting. And it's like, I feel like now, like I'll be 29. Like, I think at some point if I, if I really wanted kids, like I would have started thinking about it more. And Sudi is someone who's always known she's, she's wanted children. Wanted. It's like, yeah. I feel like you either know deep down in your heart you want them or you don't. Yeah. There's, there's that Nikki Glazer joke that I think is really funny where she was like, everyone wants a kid, but like you need to tell people that like, yeah, that cute baby is just going to be like a guy named Doug. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like that's the reason why they why we exist is because our parents were like, we want a kid, we want a baby, we want a baby, but they just you become a shitty adult. But then you yeah. just re- you don't realize and then you got that a dog. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> but then like but then like most babies become like dogs. Dogs. <laughs> But isn't that real? There's something real about that where it's like you're putting out a life into the world and then like that you're so responsible for the way that that person moves through it. It's like crazy. Or your baby could grow up to become Glenn Close. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's like always the anti-abortion people though. They're always like like, abortion. What if that was Glenn Close? What if your kid grew up to be Glenn Close? could win a Golden Globe for the wife. Your kid could cure cancer or win a globe. I would love to have a son who is obsessed with me, though. I, think. I thought you were going to say with Glenn Close. I was like, you want a gay son. I would love a gay son. I bet you, you would be... want a gay son. No, I, I... She said no. No. She no, wouldn't no, want No, this isn't... Uh, she the, said family, the family stone. This is really <laughs> pejorative. Yeah, this is the family stone. The family stone. This is really Where pejorative. I'm like, I wouldn't want a gay son. No, I would love any sort of child... Um, who was obsessed with me. Yes. Now, yeah. I truly think we would all make great parents. I think I would. <laughs> Let's raise a child together, oh you guys. Yeah. I think I would be a good father, but it's, you know, it would just mean a lot of sacrifice. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get real. But there is this thing, too, with, Rachel, with what Rachel's saying. It's like, I don't know if it's fair for the kid for us, for us to be like, we are, we're fucking idiots and we're, we, we, <laughs> We, we your make our father money. and I. Yeah, your father and I. We we make our we make a living like just dicking around and mm-hmm. being on podcasts. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, <laughs> oh my god, is that what we're going to be making our podcaster. living off of in ten years? Yeah, I'd be like, this is this is. Yeah, what, you guys this have is... no hope for the future. <laughs> Everything anyone has said has been like, we're just going to be, you know, struggling forever. Here, son. <laughs> yes. Here's the most successful thing I did when I when I've been doing comedy. It's called hottest female up in Whoville. <laughs> I think about that song every I think about day. That song. <laughs> it's so good. Thank it's you. So good. Um, but I was just thinking about the fact that, like, having to explain to my offspring that that yeah, was that like, you, what like, I was doing. Sure. But maybe they'd be proud. Maybe I'd have the coolest, most alternative kids. <laughs> Alt kids are obsessed with Grinch jokes. <laughs> Alt kids. Alt kids. I'm thinking about getting into like the alt kid world. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They've got their finger on the pulse. Yeah. They yeah. do. Are, I mean, that's the truth. Kids are so cool now. Like, that's the thing is, it's I crazy. feel like the the generational divide between us and our kids is going to be like somehow even further than our parents and us yes. because they will have grown up with the internet and they're going to be so cool and they're going to make us feel um, shitty about being so old. <laughs> but meanwhile, we're the ones who are like, we I thought think we're we were the ones. social skills, though. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. But like, isn't it crazy? Because it's think. like all our lives, we thought we were the ones who were like the coolest um, and the most advanced. Which is like ha- how it happens with every generation. But it's like in terms of techno- technological yeah, no. advancements, it's like I thought we were the ones who were like at the, at the front line. But. Surfing the web. And yeah. also like yeah. a- acknowledging the fact that we aren't the people who are like up to date with like what's going on in technology right now. You know what I mean? Like, like, right. like, like or, or acknowledging you're out of touch in any way. Like the fact that like, like we, we did, we were at Seek Treatment's show last night and they have this whole bit like what's Post Malone. Mm. Like, I don't know what Post Malone is, yeah, but you know idea. who does? Millions of, I, of kids. I know. 
And it's hard to it's hard to think <laughs> Rachel, like Rachel's famously very young. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I saw Into the Spider Verse, so I know. <laughs> so did I, and I felt like a kid, like an alt kid. Like an alt kid. <laughs> no, Be but the alt they're kid you want and to like the they're yes. YouTube stars mm-hmm. who like have who make millions of dollars a year, and I've never heard of them. Yeah, it's That's really. Crazy. It's really spooky yeah. to be uh, so old. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. I've looked at life <laughs> from both <laughs> sides now. Okay, Let's that was haunting. Yeah, wow. I loved it. No, I really do. I, I see what you're saying, though. I think it's very true. Did you find mm. out what Post Malone is? Yeah, he's yes. a singer. Yeah. He's like it's a SoundCloud rapper. one person. I thought it was yeah. one yeah. person. He, he's he kind of freakish looking. a lot of face tattoos. Yeah. Um, spooky. I liked his song that was in Into the Spider Verse, though. Oh, what it had to go? It's Sunflower. Oh, it's the one that sounds like MIA's Paper Planes, but is not. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> and that, that is fun. fun. Mm-hmm. I loved Into the Spider Verse. I did too. It was like cool. It was really, really fucking beautiful. I want to ask you guys a question. So I there was a Rolling Stone article which was the number like the top 100 most influential songs of um t- uh 2000 to now. Mm-hmm. Pop songs or like any any genre. What do you think was number 1? Like the number one most oh my God. respect and it was like a Rolling Stone article and it was like um, they they uh, asked music journalists and musicians and everyone in the music industry like they all voted and what do you think the number one Wait, song and it was, was? Po- all pop it was pop R and B country like it was all songs mm. that have come out as like major releases in the, like <clears throat> since the year two thousand was it an outcast was it, song was it outcast was, it was up there planes? but it was paper planes was really up there too paper planes and and there was I think hey yeah we're both in the top five oh yeah hey yeah feels was it hit me baby one more time no it was crazy in love. <gasps> Oh wow. yeah, and I, I said that actually is a that really good call. That makes sense. Sense, yeah. Because even the dun, 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 I was like, it's iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that song. Isn't it weird that that was her very first single, and yet it kind of pretty much still is her most iconic song? I that's I think it is. Well, I mean, in terms of this article, they say it is, and I think that if you if you were to You're announce up, Beyonce, you, you, you would do that. The alt kid, they would disagree. The alt kid would say Formation, yeah. which was also on the list. They'd be like, "I've never heard of Crazy in Love." Yeah, they'd be like, "Who's Beyonce?" Who's and, Beyonce? Oh, no, a really alt kid, a really alt annoying answer to that question will be someone that's like irreplaceable. <laughs> Unconditional. No one would Un- say it. No, people would, and they would do it to be fucking annoying. <laughs> They'd be like dark. A lot of people in this world are really annoying. It's actually rule, rule of question number 40. A lot, lot of people in this world are really annoying. <laughs> and they would say things like that. They would. I mean, maybe it's just like the t- What year did Crazy in Love come out? I just. 2003. 2003. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel really nostalgic for, for like. That time. For that. For that. Being, post for being 13, 9/11. 14. Yeah. <laughs> It was so great to be God, a 13-year-old. Like, yeah. Growing up during 9-11 was really cool. <laughs> it was so great to be a 13-year-old post-9-11. Um, okay, let's go around. Where were you when... when uh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> You're an... <laughs> I've told my 9-11 story about how I demanded my mom take me to the fucking store oh, to get the to glitter album. Glitter. <laughs> I told her, I was like... I thought she took me out of class early That's because we were going because to go you're get, going glitter. To go get glitter. glitter. She knew how excited I was because I had been talking about it for weeks. And the glitter album had come out that day. And I was like, okay. And they were like, Matt Rogers for early dismissal. And I was like, That's weird. And my teacher was like, Uh huh. 
And I went oh downstairs and God. I was like, this you was, took this me was, out so we could go to Glitter? This was, glitter? This was, <laughs> this was before the towers hit? It was 9-11. It was after, the, it was after both had hit. And my mom came to get me out and of school. I've told this on the pod. But, oh, this, so this is the little hole I'm going to poke. Um, they didn't just dismiss all of you guys. No, we they were not dismissed. They didn't do that at my school either. The, no, that's not the way they in handled Jersey it. In Jersey and on, and on mm-hmm. Long Island. And they also didn't the tell the kids that it happened. Yeah, we, we, we had were, the same thing. Yeah. And we it was were released. Crazy. You Wait, got out early? We, they got out early. They didn't tell us, but they were like, everyone go so home. so sick. You got to go home? <laughs> Dude. But I, I, I found out because I went upstairs. I had band class and I left my trumpet in my homeroom. And so I go up and then the... TV was on. Yeah. No one was in the room, but it was people running away from yeah. <gasps> from that from the second tower being hit. And then I just was like, "Oh my god, something is happening!" Yeah. Oh my god. They yeah, did they not were- tell us that that was like a controversial thing that, that people were talking about in the weeks afterwards. Mm-hmm. It was like whether or not they should have let everyone know. But the fact Rumors of the matter is that flying. they didn't want to say anything over the loudspeaker because freak kids out. because th- honestly I was from Long Island and it's very possible that someone could have had someone that worked there you know what that's I mean because right. then, then you panic the no, kids you know what I mean and yeah that, I think that is the right thing I think do. it was the right call that is true yeah they didn't tell us but then everyone was like I heard because we were like on lockdown yeah, and that. they were like I heard that yeah. there's a dead body in the dumpster outside of school and then everyone yeah. was gossiping about whoa, that whoa. so then when we all found out what really was happening I was like that's so shitty that everybody was getting excited about a dead body outside the school and really it was <laughs> so much worse yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah that was I'm sorry that I brought this I can't believe oh we're talking God. about 9-11 I'm... on Lost Culture does <laughs> this feels actually like I'm in hell <laughs> Well, it is time for I don't think so, honey. Uh, oh, I don't think so, honey. And then we, we oh, and then they're song. gonna they're gonna Great. give us a finale. Oh my god. Um, so I don't think so, honey. Is our uh, little <clears throat> segment that we do um, to take one minute to rant against something in pop culture um, that we hate? And Lost Culture Recess is going on tour with I don't think so, honey. Uh, tickets are on sale now online. You can go to my website under the shows page and also the Lost Culture Recess page, mattrogerscomedy.com, to get tickets to. Um, our shows because we do not have a website. And that's cool. And that's yeah, cool. That's very, very niche. Very niche. <laughs> it's really niche of us to not have a website or, okay. or a place where you can essentially go to um, find, find us. Find us. Okay, I actually have a thing I could do. Okay, this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey as time starts now. I don't think so, honey, that you can't eat before you go to bed. That's when it feels the best and that's when I'm the hungriest. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I wake up at roughly 2.30 p.m. every day and I am not hungry, honey. So that means my lunch happens at about 7. <laughs> and then am I eating dinner at 11.30 p.m. roughly? And that is also when I smoke. So I don't think so, honey, that smoking makes you so hungry. And I, I don't think so, honey, the whole situation. Because I feel that that's when it feels the best to be seconds. full. It's when you can eat a lot and then lay down in your little bed and make yourself so warm. And feeling warm and full are a great combination and also high. So this is what three things I like to be together. But now guess what is turning on me? My body. So I have been in the gym seconds. and unfortunately um, it is incredibly um, difficult to lose that little 
tiny moment in the belly because I have no impulse control and I don't Five know what seconds. to do. I don't think so, honey, that my body is um, not 18. <laughs> and that's one minute. Wow. That wow. really took a that turn. That was a journey. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just saying it's fucked up that you can't eat before you go to bed. No. Or it, that you can, but you it's can, not good but it's for not you. Good. Mm-hmm. Right. It sucks that like the actual yeah. best thing to do for your body is like stop eating at seven because the most luxurious time to eat is like midnight. And mm-hmm. you know, many places in Europe, they eat their Sena. Very late at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're, so mm. the sp- Spain? La Cena. La Cena. Yeah. Well, now, in Spain, like, we were taught that culturally they have like a large dinner at like 10 p.m. Yeah. Yes. we. Uh-huh. I just went to Spain this year, last year, and we would make reservations at like 8.30 being like, we're very European, and then get there and they're, the restaurant would be, be empty. No one. <laughs> and the col- because the culture eat really is late. to eat very yeah. late. It's like at 5 o'clock, the restaurants are like all German tourists. And then at like 8, it's all American. Americans being that's like, so funny. Cool. When are they going to get the national news flash that that's not good for them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe been- their bodies are just like evolved. Have you been mm-hmm. eating? I've been eating late at night on Whole30. I've been trying not to. You know what was a real kicker for me was when we... <laughs> No, what are you gonna say? <laughs> was when we postmate we had <laughs> Oh no. Was oh, when we God. postmated McDonald's <laughs> to the duplex, to the duplex. Oh, at one in the morning. I ate some of that. That was the best I that was my best idea ever. <laughs> Why are we at the duplex at one in the morning? We were we were at, at your show. show. We were at Have You Heard of Christmas? And then we were like, I haven't eaten dinner. Oh, yeah. And then you guys left that bag of McDonald's up in the duplex, oh. you fucking freaks. Oh, no. That was me. And were, I threw it out. Did, were people well, upset? The drag queen was making Fat fun bitch. of it. Fat bitch. Uh, <laughs> Fat bitch. Her wow, show was changed my life. The drag queen was like, her, yeah. Her name was Fat Bitch. No, uh-huh. her show, her show was, was called bitch. Fat Bitch. Oh, I thought she was called Fat Bitch. <laughs> that's, that's, that's from 30 Rock. That was Fat that was bitch? that was one of Tracy Jordan's movies. Fat oh. bitch. Fat bitch. It was he played a dog. Well, we got stuck in a drag show and then we <laughs> and I left really fast and I I did leave the McDonald's and there. And I, I was apologized. left to deal with the bags. It was it was, <laughs> it was such just a good McDonald's. A bag full of my dignity. <laughs> I just want to eat McDonald's again. Well, last time I did Lost Colch, we were eating chicken McNuggets. Yeah, honestly, we ate the whole episode long, and I famously hate what we eat <laughs> on air because Bowen Yang chomps and slumps right into. Oh my god! Wait, are chicken nuggets whole thirty? There's no, absolutely bitch. no way. Oh my god! <laughs> they're made. They're made of they're like made garbage. Of- <laughs> Which is Whole30. Do they smell okay, actually, joy? If, if underwear is Whole30, so is garbage. Shut the fuck okay, up. Okay, well, if you say so. It's time for Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. Okay. Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey on this episode with the friends who folk. <laughs> His time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey, lip balm. Lip balm, <gasps> you are trash. And it's it should just be the same across the fucking board, and yet we have all these different types of lip balm. Give me Burt's Bees. That should be the one and the only. I don't need all this other chapstick medicated, chapstick uh, high-intensity moisture. <laughs> bitch, it is all a, a graft for marketing, and I see it, bitch. Big <laughs> lip balm, I am going to destroy you. This year, in 2019, I am taking down big lip balm. I am releasing my own line of lip balm, and it is unbranded. It's just one kind of lip balm. There's no variety. It's the one that works for everybody because all lips are the same. Say it with me. All, all lips, lips are, are the same. same. All lips are the same. All lips are the same. Stop. Now, if you are gonna, if you, I will start, I will actually start a GoFundMe to make a new lip balm that is the Bowen Yang lip balm. And I, it, uh, 
I bet you can bet your ass. And that's one minute. That I will have a lip balm. <laughs> and that's one minute. This year. I think that you should have the Bowen Yang lip balm and I'm going to have my fragrance Gay Sun by Matt yes. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> no, gay sun, and then and, and, and don't you have like an ad for this? Yeah, it's gonna be an ad for my fragrance, gay sun. Gay sun, I love that. Gay sun, you don't gay understand sun. him, but you can smell like him. <laughs> <gasps> what is the scent? Um, it smells like weed and cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, gay sun. I um, love that. okay, that was fabulous. That was fabulous. I, I don't know though. I I feel like I see you use lip balm, frequently, but that's also probably why you feel. So I close love to it. lip balm. Yeah. I think the the marketing around it is insane, and there shouldn't be so many different varieties when all lips are the same. Okay, <laughs> this is okay. Let's we're gonna we're gonna we'll, go we'll with Rachel, Rachel. Okay, and then we're gonna end with a nag. I thought a lot about this. This is Rachel Winitsky's I don't think so, honey. <clears throat> Her time starts now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. Stools. <laughs> Um, stools are like the evil bitch step cousin of chairs. Yes. Which are a far superior uh, genre of sitting furniture. (laughs) I have a big, gifted, and talented ass, and it simply does not fit on a stool, is not comfortable there. Ten minutes into sitting on a stool, my ass is going, no, thank you. I don't think so. (laughs) I love couches, sofas, chaise lounge, fainting couch, all yes. Stools, no. You know what my ass makes? Stools. Stools is another word. For shit. <laughs> For me, shit is a yes. No. But unfortunately, stools, oh, no, stools are terrorism. I'll say it Five here, seconds. I'll say it now. Making a fat bitch sound <laughs> stools is terrorism. <laughs> wow. That's more than enough. That was moving. <laughs> Gifted and talented ass. Uh, it's I love. big. No, I love listen, it. I, you are incredibly fecal. And I think that Fecal you woman. have a lot mm-hmm. to describe. That was actually a line in, in Night Soap. You vile fecal, fecal woman. <laughs> I do feel that way. I love well, that. Well, that's good that you feel this Thank way. Thank you. To be clear for everyone listening, though, if anyone ever overheard me shitting, I would be fucking mortified. Oh. Oh, if you ever want to get over someone, listen to them poop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's, yeah. And it's easy. Have them send you a tape. Yeah. If you ever want to get over a crush, <laughs> just realize that they have... Poops. Uh-huh. <laughs> they yeah. have poops. And you're not going to want to mm. eat their butt anymore after that. Ooh. Because yeah. yeah. I think about eating all the butts I see. I think about Uh-oh. eating every yes I want to taste. A I think sequel. about poops and I want to eat their butt and I can't believe that I don't. Now, your issue with stools <laughs> is that they don't have backs. Is that the main they thing? They don't have backs, which is so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's like go off, queens. Like. I love to go off on stools. I'm five foot eight. <laughs> if my feet don't have anywhere to go on a stool, your stool too tall. That drag it, her. Insane. The tall stools are the craziest. There's no practical yeah. reason. And I slouch so badly, and there's just no Same. feasible way now. to not slouch on a Like, no. it's so much effort to sit up straight on a stool that doesn't have a back. And then if your stool does have a back, I'm like, fuck you. Why don't you just make a chair? Oh my god, people who sit up straight on stools are insane. They're cops. They're cops. (laughs) They're Mm, cops. They are. Thank you. They're narcs. Rachel, that was real important what you did. That was really important. I'm just trying to live my life in a way that is meaningful. Yeah. Thank you. So now this is Ned's um, I don't think so honey debut. Yes. And I don't think so honey. Okay, I've never done that. That's very inebriate. I'm ready. Very inebriate. This is Ned's debut, I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. 
I don't think so, honey. The Masked Singer. <laughs> what is it? Why does it exist? You're hiding someone in a Liberace animal costume, and then once they take off the costume and reveal their identity, <laughs> I still don't know who the fuck they are. No one wanted to know what it would feel like if Donnie Darko could sing Living La Vida Loca. <laughs> are we that starved for ways to distract ourselves from the slow death of civilization that we have to pour millions of dollars into a kinky parlor game for struggling celebrities? <laughs> oh! Yeah. Jenny McCarthy is an anti-vaxxer. 30 seconds. Nick Cannon said he is a proud of how Kevin Hart handled the Oscars controversy. No. Robin Thicke made blurred lines. How did this happen? The Masked Singer can only have been created by people who are deeply sexually unfulfilled. The people who created the Masked Singer are furries. Furries resisting their kink and it's going to ruin their lives. I don't think so, honey. The Masked Singer, I will probably watch it at some point and enjoy it, taken in by the thrill of masquerade. I will wait out the apocalypse watching Mr. Bean emerge from an Energizer bunny costume. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it is. Very good, man. Very good. Very good. We just watched The Masked Singer last yeah. night for the first time. How was it? And we discussed it on another I episode. I think I'm going to love it, actually. And <laughs> it actually is the dumbest. It's actually bad. You want it, You want to like it for how bad it is, but... Mm-hmm. I kind of loved it, though. Is Rachel, that you bad? fucking idiot. <laughs> I very famously I mean, you are a trash taste. queen. <laughs> and I, I have bad taste, too, and I'm telling you, like, even I couldn't get enough for this. It. I liked it, but... But I was also like, this genuinely feels like I wish that they unmasked the singer and then murdered them in front of an audience because yes. that feels like what stakes. this is. It feels yeah. on game. Mm-hmm, it, it does. Feel, it, it feels like the Hunger Games, so yeah. why not go the extra mile? Exa- yes. Exactly. Like, I want to see the the B-lister get brutally <laughs> murdered. murdered. We're, the we're judges right. are insane. I can't believe Robin Thicke is on the Robin show. Robin Thicke like, and seriously? Jenny McCarthy. It's so yeah, Jenny nuts. McCarthy. Um, I we, she's right off the slopes. We're recording this in January, but yeah, I mean, like maybe by the, maybe by next month it'll feel like it'll get to a different cultural place. But like right now, it feels truly insane. The way they guess is so funny, too, because they're like, I'm sensing, like, Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, you think she's here? (laughs) Yeah. She's busy. Who did they guess last night where I was like, they're not. Oh. Oh. Someone was like, it's Jimmy Buffett. I know it. And, like, (laughs) it's like. He just sang for us, and it's like you know that's it's not, not Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, I would love the match. So like if it was people like Jimmy Buffett, it'd be amazing. Joni Mitchell, it'd be oh like Joni. <laughs> if, if it was Joni, I would die. I would die. And the, they do this whole bit with clues where they give out clues. Yeah, like, it's like it's a package. We right? think one of them is Latoya Jackson, and I think one of them is Ricky the Lake. Ricky oh Lake is God. one of them. Oh, oh. wait, I was also I'm reading. About Ricky I was Lake. reading rumors that some, that one of them was Tori Spelling. Yeah, which made right. a lot of sense to me. Like, See, we love this show. I mean, we're gonna—you're right, we do. We're gonna be talking about it, though. Like, it will be a, a topic of conversation. It's gonna be water cooler talk because for it's a few it's and it's going to You're be in right. textbooks someday as the Franz Ferdinand assassination. <laughs> yes. of, oh, yeah. of World War Three. Well, they're mm-hmm. dressed like Franz Ferdinand. I just can't believe the costumes. The they're costumes so are insane. insane. I think they're, they're really absolutely ornate. stunning. There's one. There's one rumor that kind of circled us all. They are. There's a rumor that Margaret Cho is one of them. What? No. Is like the 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 pink poodle singing singing. <gasps> so you know who knows. She does sing. She sings. Wow. wow. But she's she's. I mean, she's got. She's booking work though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so booked. I, I don't, again, I don't, it's on the mask. And it's on the mask singer. <laughs> she's she's on high maintenance. She's got a, a thing coming out. Oh, she's God. out there working. She's working. So. I'm, I'd abs- I mean, all this being said, like I'd absolutely love to like write a packet and do 
like get staffed on the masked singer. Oh yeah. Season two. <laughs> That'll be a lot for writers to do on that show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, there we go. We've had all of our, I don't think so, honeys. We've discussed the masked singer. I We've had that. so much culture. We found out Ned's, um, Culture. Culture. And it's time, and we've heard three songs, including one world oh. debut, which is what they call Tondo. a song the first time. I the love that you do it on a podcast. The first time you do a song on a, on a podcast, podcast is a world, world debut. debut. We've created mm-hmm. new words, which is something that we do at Las Culturistas. That's Inebrious is now in the cultural lexicon. It is, it is. And we've created many, many cultural moments and new rules. And now I think that we are left with no choice but to hear one more song from the Friends Who Folk. But before we get into this, yeah. where, when are you guys performing? What the hell's going on? So we try to do a roughly monthly show at Union Hall in New York City, baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe we have a show. The next show after this airs will be March 7th mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Yes. at Union Hall. Mm-hmm. And we also do have an album mm-hmm. and an Instagram. We're trying to get like yeah. more. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to be less <clears throat> on stage, more on the internet. Yes, that's line. good. Just pictures. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should be more pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2019 is all about pictures. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, well, tell us a little bit about this song and then take us into it. Um, so this song is about being in love. Mm-hmm. Making promises mm-hmm. to someone you love. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I... Haven't been the same since I met you And I forget my own name when I am with you And I will love you till I die And when I die I have a very simple request Make sure the minions do a dance at my funeral. Make sure the minions do a dance at my funeral. Make sure the minions do a dance at my funeral. That would be really cool. I will never leave your side. Through thick and thin until I die. And when I'm lying on a bed of death, I'll squeeze your hand and with my dying breath. Remind you of what I always wanted Insist that the minions do a dance at my funeral Insist that the minions do a dance at my funeral And if they refuse, say it is my funeral And that will be really cool People tell me the minions are computer animated characters in a show But I know that the minions are actual minions The dance can be super simple I don't want the minions to have to learn choreo It's mostly just arm stuff A lawyer put this in my will They should have one rehearsal Please have the minions do a dance at my funeral. The minions from the movie Minions should be at my funeral. Please have the minions do a dance at my funeral. That would be really cool. Make sure the minions do a dance at my funeral. Make sure I the want them to say my name in their language. Make sure the minions do a dance at my funeral. Make sure they should the have one rehearsal to learn the dance. Make sure the minions do a dance at my funeral. Make sure the minions do a dance. 
Folk me, folk me, folk me, please folk me. I hate that. (laughs) There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.